It's another episode of a crazy little thing called Love Dev. Today's episode is 112. Flying Spies. Hello everyone, yes, I'm re- I've recorded another episode, absolutely amazing, I wanted to do one last week, but I think if something happened, the missus was at home, she didn't go to work, people ain't got money, as you know, she works in a salon, beauty therapist, work's been quiet for her, not as many clients as she wanted, but yeah, I think people are struggling, even comedy nights, people are not as tending them as much but it depends where you are i think it does depend where you are i have to say i do love performing in front of a working class audience they are my favorite they are my people give me a social club any day in an estate in a in a in a, in a rough area that's my audience man they get it they totally understand where i am coming from when i'm doing a middle class I find they tend not to laugh as much, either because they don't want to sound racist, <laughs> or they just they just don't get it. I don't know. I had an amazing gig last night. It was in Bedworth, also known as Bedworth to the locals. People of Bedworth are amazing. They're just like Brummies, like you know what I mean. They're not far from Birmingham. They're next to Coventry. So they understand, they 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 get it. But if you say Coventry to them, they hate it. <laughs> but honestly, they were amazing last night. A good friend of mine, Doug Carter, runs a comedy club there. He's got a couple of other ones in that vicinity. And it was amazing. Fair play to him. Like, the guy went out flyering, right, to houses. No one does that. I've never received a flyer through my post about a comedy night in the local area. And he's had a, lo- a load of people. More than a handful of people came just from the back of him flying. And do you know what? If they don't, if they don't come to that one, maybe the other people will come to the next one. Who knows? People will shout out about it. It was an amazing lineup. I was with a friend of mine named Ricky Balshaw, who I did my Pack and Spack show last year with, and he was just on another level as an MC. I mean, he's a great act, but his MCing skills are top top of the league, mate. It was brilliant, brilliant night. I had such a great night, man. I, oh, I'm so pleased with myself. I'm really enjoying comedy. I absolutely love it. You know, doing the uh, stories and stuff, you know, the local references. People get it. They understand. They understand the comedy. Anyway, I hope everyone is fit and well. Um, uh, I should have had a coffee. I didn't make a coffee. I should have, though. I haven't had one today. I've been busy, man. Been going to went to the gym. Come back. I, I turn into a little housewife when I'm at home. I just made butter chicken curry <laughs> from scratch. And uh, I hope I don't smell a curry now for tonight's gig. And I'm back in Nuneaton. Nuneaton, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be there tonight performing in front of the audience. Me taps are knocking. <laughs> the pipes, I mean, they're, they're knocking, you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't find that where the problem was, like... I rang up my plumber and he said, it's somewhere in the house. He said, you know when you turn the tap, tap on and off, right? So I checked the whole bloody house and I can't find where it's coming from. But luckily, he came and serviced my boiler and he said, 
it's your bathroom tap, the one on the bath. So we got this Victorian, not a bath, but like a tap, right? And he said, that's where the issue is coming from. Um, so I was like, oh, oh okay, then um, I guess I'm going to have to uh, sort that problem out. But now my wife doesn't trust me to change it. <laughs> so the only way I'm going to know how to change it, it looks pretty easy, to be honest, is watch YouTube videos. That's the solution to anything, I think. Actually, talking about solutions, I want a solution, if that's even a word. Um, ask the UK, because I'm just going to jump straight into it, folks. You know what I mean? This one has been posted by, looks like it's a local lad from Birmingham, because his username is Brumtown Bull. <laughs> He's definitely from Birmingham. This guy is, or girl, could be a girl. Who knows? The question they have put, I don't know if I can answer this one. I'm going to have to think really hard about this one, right? He said, what's the kindest thing a stranger has ever done for you? That's a very good question. Um, I can't really think at the top of my head. I mean, asking for directions? <laughs> That's probably one that I can think of. I don't think anyone, stranger-wise, has done anything to me. Not in that way, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so he's got a question here. He says, my first job interview when I was 16, left my passport, provisional, bank statement, school certificate in a folder on the bus. Quite obviously due to my nerves. <laughs> a lady travelled over an hour to drop it all to my house that evening and simply refused to accept anything in return. That's nice of that lady, isn't it? What's the kindest thing anyone has ever ever done for you? <laughs> so I think, I don't think, it, I can't, I've, I've done a couple of nice things for people. I don't want to tell to, I remember once, right, it was, right, we had a really bad winter. We had the beast from the east. And this was about seven years ago, probably a bit longer than that. And uh, I was I was driving back home from work, right? And the roads were proper snow and it was icy. You know, there was no transport running or anything. And I saw this guy standing at the bus stop. And I don't know why, but I felt really sorry for him. So I pulled over. I said to him, come in, mate. I'll give you a lift. And he went, I haven't got any money. He thought I was a taxi driver. <laughs> I said, it's all right, man. Where are you going? He said, oh, I'm just going somewhere in Erdington. I said, yeah, come on, man. I'll drop you, I'll drop you home. And then he started talking to me, and he was absolutely um, drunk, right? And I thought, oh, my God, I've picked up a drunk guy. <laughs> and I dropped him home, and we had a little conversation on the way home, and he was really surprised that I picked him up. He said, why are you picking me up? I said, mate, there's no buses running, and you're standing at the bus stop. So I thought, you need to get home. And he said, oh, I really appreciate that. He said, I've got to get home to me, mum. She's not, she's not feeling the best. And I thought... Do you know what? Fair enough, mate. And I got him home safe and sound. I think that's the only thing I suppose I've done for a stranger. And I've always wondered if he woke up thinking, bloody hell, I got a lift home last night. <laughs> I wonder if he still remembers me. So I want to see what other people have said, because it's an interesting question. As you know, people are not nice as they are these days. Someone's put down, when I dropped off my little girl at nursery for her first full day on my second day back at work, after 14 months, 
leave, I was in tears as I got back into my car. One of the mums was getting into her car next to me, must have seen me, so she knocked on my window to see if I was okay. She told me it gets easier, asked if she could give me a hug and wish me luck going back to work. That was six months ago and I haven't bumped into her at drop-off yet, but she really made me feel so much better and I hope to see her soon. <laughs> there you go. See, people do do nice things, don't they? Someone else has put an end. An elderly gentleman found a parcel right at UPS lost in a hedgerow. They walked the five miles. Walked? They walked five miles to our house to hand deliver it. <laughs> it was quite valuable electronics from Germany, which the sender had already redispatched. So I ended up with two for the price of one. <laughs> Amazing. Has anyone ever done anything nice for you guys? I'm sure there's something that's popped up in your head thinking, yeah, I've had so one person that did this for me. I don't even know who they were. <laughs> I always think if you do goodness in the world, you know, it comes back to you. It, it, you get rewarded, don't you? Uh, I, I believe that. I do believe that. Talking about doing good, actually, uh, next week I'm going to, drum roll, I'm going to a uh, London. I'm going to the, the old the uh, Big Smoke in London, meeting up with some TV executive people, which should be, I'm not going to give too much information, let's just say it involves television. <laughs> I'm looking really forward to that one. Uh, yeah, that should be good. So I'll be spending the day in London. I think I, I, I should make that. I should make it to London. Got to be up at six, which is usual for me. Get to London, meet those wink, wink t TV executives. And hopefully I will get something out the back of it. If not, I'll, you will probably hear me doing another podcast. <laughs> you probably will. Actually, let's do a, um, let's do a no stupid questions. So here is today's no stupid question. I believe it's posted from someone in the USA because it mentions elementary, which means school, in it? Junior school? Primary? Something like that. Anyway, this one's from Project Jericho, and they have asked, I work at an elementary school, and yesterday a student told me her mom would give her a beating. <laughs> Respect to that mother. You can't beat your kids anymore, innit? <laughs> you can't slap them. You can't hit them. You can't even... You can't do nothing there. I used to get beatings from my parents, man. If I messed about, right, all my mum would have to do was look at me and mention the name Dad, and I would be petrified. I would pee in my pants. <laughs> my mum would hit me with a slipper if I messed about. You know what I mean? And I know as parents, you don't want to hit your kids. And when you do, you feel really guilty that you've actually smacked someone afterwards. But at the time, you're frustrated with whatever they've done. And I think sometimes it doesn't hurt to give them a little tap on the uh, on the shoulder, you know? <laughs> I actually think it's good. But because she's told this to a teacher, it sounds like... Um, I wonder I wonder what happened. So let's see what this this said. They said I do after school care working primarily with kindergarten. Yesterday a student asked for my help in fixing her new boots. The boots had an ornament of sorts that had fallen off. I told her to take the ornament home as the school glue and tape 
we had would just ruin the boot. The student replied, my mom would give me a beating if she finds out <laughs> about the boot. I tried to reassure her this would not be the case. My question is, do I need to report this comment? No, don't report it. I'm unsure how seriously to take the comment as I have never had a student say something like it before. <laughs> well, it depends. I mean, as you know, I work in care, right? And we do training on, on stuff like this. We have to do training on how to look out for signs if a child is being abused. There's nothing funny about a child being abused, but you've got to look for signs. The behaviour of the child, how the mother acts with the child, or father, or or, or um, step-parents, whatever you want to call them. Anyone who's a guardian of the child, basically. So you look out for signs, you know. I haven't really come across anyone like that. I've come across... Older adults who still have parents and their parents come and visit and they're not aware of their mental health because obviously back then it was different and there's a bit more education now. People are more aware of mental health and a lot of them are not sure what diagnosis they've got or any traits, you know. For child-wise, I haven't really worked with children. I have kind of a little bit. The thing is, if somebody tells you something in care, you have to report it. So I'm hoping that this person did report it only to cover their back, because if anything happened in the future, if the child came home with a black eye, or do you know what I mean, if they spot a bruise somewhere in the body, they'll be like, oh, there's a bruise, uh, they told me this, and then, you know, it just escalates. So, yeah, I suppose you have to report it, because this child has told you that, um, and I'm sure it was just a phrase they used, but... They have actually put down edit at the bottom. Thanks for all the replies, everyone. I left my I let my supervisor know this morning. One person has actually commented and said, I don't think you should do that. As in reassure. So she said she tried to reassure her. And someone says, I don't think you should have done that. I think you can say things like, let me write your mom a note about this. And maybe that will help. Or even, I sure hope not, because you have not done anything wrong. These kind of ornaments come off on their own all the time because they're not securely fastened. I hope your mum will recognise that. You might well be lying if you say, I'm sure that won't happen. I think you should take that comment up the chain to your boss or call the CPS. I'm guessing that's Child Protection Services. Way, look at me. And ask them if to raise to the level of something you should report. That's some good advice, I suppose. Always ask a senior above you. If, if whatever work you're in, you've heard a comment. Doesn't have to do with children. Could be about anything. Maybe report it to, you know, someone above you and go, look, a colleague of mine has said this. Or, you know, a client of mine has told me this is happening. And then just let, and then, you know, because you've escalated it. You told them, like I said. I wonder what happened. I don't think... Maybe the child got a little smack. <laughs> kids are nuisances. We know that. Many times I looked at my kids and I thought, you need a good smacking, you do. Especially like, you know, when I've, I don't know if I mentioned this, but my kids don't put their stuff away after they've eaten. So I said, I'm going to turn my kitchen into a escape uh, room. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a very, it's a very interesting question. <laughs> I think. That was... No stupid questions. It wasn't actually a stupid question. 
normally it is on that on that forum, but today's one was a bit um yeah. <laughs> I want to move swiftly on because I've got nothing to say and I'm sure you guys just want to crack on with whatever you're doing. Driving or what ironing your clothes, God knows what you're doing. Smacking your kids. <laughs> Only joking. Let's do a weird news story. Yeah, let's do a weird news. Okay, folks, it is time for the weird news story. This one, this one didn't take me very long to find. Literally two seconds. I saw it and I said, I'm doing it. It's about India. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm uh, very intrigued about this. It's actually a very new post uh, that's just been put up. Some of you may have read this already. If not, have a listen to this. Today's weird news story is suspected Chinese spy pigeon released after eight months detention in India. <laughs> this bird got jail time. <laughs> A suspected Chinese spy pigeon. <laughs> oh, mate, this is funny already. So the bird was caught last May with two rings tied to its legs, featuring the words that appeared to be Chinese. <laughs> A pigeon suspected of being used by China for espionage has been released after eight months in police custody in Mumbai. <laughs> I wonder if they're interrogating it. <laughs> According to local media reports, the falsely accused bird, so he didn't even do it, <laughs> that's so funny, mate, was released from the Bai Sakabai Dinshaw Hospital for Animals on Tuesday, said a police officer in India's most populous city. <laughs> as cited by the Trust of India. Its current whereabouts are unknown. The pigeon was caught in May, right, last year, 23, at a port in the Chemba suburb of Mumbai, with two rings tied to its legs featuring the words that appeared to be Chinese, which led the police to suspect it was spying for China. <laughs> Do you know what I reckon's happened? The pigeon, right, because they live off the streets, and it, I reckon it was on the streets, yeah, and it saw a Chinese takeaway. And it just, you know how pigeons go crazy when they see food on the floor. And because the food was still in its carrier bag, right, that bit of carrier bag wrapped around the, the pigeon's legs. <laughs> and pigeons can't get it off because they're stupid, right? And that's what happened, and it flew off, and a police officer found it. <laughs> The bird was taken to the animal hospital for custody. <laughs> no, that's making me laugh. Until it emerged in January that it was actually an open water racing pigeon from Taiwan, which had escaped and flown to India, according to the news agency. See, even the Indians are racist. They, <laughs> they thought it was Chinese. It was Taiwan. Maybe it was, that's why it's called Taiwan, because it was tied on the wang. wang. No, that, that's not even funny. This was not the first time a pigeon has been detained by the watchful Indian police force. 
<laughs> Is that all the Indian police do? Is just look out for pigeons. <laughs> Anything strange on a pigeon, yeah? Ticking in to custody. <laughs> in March 23, two suspected spy pigeons were caught in the eastern Odisha state. The first one was found on a fishing boat with devices fitted on its legs. <laughs> which appeared to be a camera and a microchip. The two birds are believed to still be under investigation. They're, st- <laughs> They're still in jail, these two pigeons. Back in 2020, police in India controlled the Kashmir, captured a bird that belonged to a Pakistani fisherman, but later found out that it simply had flown across the border. <laughs> Without permission. <laughs> Like, animals need permission to cross the land. Jesus, man, seriously. <laughs> Humans are a disgrace, isn't it? We are an absolute disgrace. <laughs> Before that, in 2016, right, another pigeon was captured after it was found with a note threatening the Indian Prime Minister, Modi. <laughs> Flying spies throughout history, pigeons have been used... By the militaries in many countries for delivering messages and spying. China, for instance, allegedly runs a special military pigeon unit at the Goyland Joint Logistics Support Centre, which is in Yunnan province, according to media. Today, with all kinds of ways to intercept messages sent by electronic means, terrorists or enemies of a state can use ways that cannot be tapped, such as pigeons. <laughs> Yusuf Unjawalawala. Shout out to Yusuf Unjawala. He's an Indian defense analyst as well as a scholar at the Takashalia Institute in Bangalore. The use of animals for military purposes is an odd, old thing. From horses to elephants to pigeons. Dolphins can also be used to detect underwater mines. <laughs> a Taiwanese defense expert, Shen Ming Shi, from the Institution for National Defence and Security Research, said racing pigeons have gained such popularity that raising them has become an industry in Taiwan. <laughs> Taiwan also uses racing pigeons to send intelligence or deliver messages, despite the advancements of various communication technologies. Why don't you just send an email? <laughs> Instead of sending a pigeon? <laughs> do you know what that's true though that people do use animals to send messages right and I'm, I'm watching this thing called uh unexplainable right it's hosted by dan Aykroyd, right from ghostbusters and uh there's one episode where how we use animals and i can't remember what country it is now but one country got hold of bats you know bats yeah that fly around <laughs> It wasn't China. Uh, <laughs> anyway, they got hold of these bats and um, they stuck bombs on them. This is true. They stuck bombs on them. I think it was America. And they flew them out because bats, you can't really see them in the night. And they go in like little cavities and caves and stuff. But what they did, they actually blew up the, the army base. <laughs> they set them free. 
They just come back on, blew everything up. <laughs> so that plan was dropped. I do believe it was the US who did that. I wouldn't be surprised if it was the US, to be honest. But yeah, that was today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that pigeon story. It's hilarious, man. If I have actually got a story about pigeons, if you look, if you're a, a new listener and you haven't heard any of my old episodes, because they are short, there's an episode I do about pigeons. <laughs> it's about how Bollywood uses a pigeon in one of its songs, and I talk about the, the whole cruelty of it. Take a listen to that if you haven't. If not, enjoy the rest of your evening, night, day, whatever you're doing. Thank you for listening. Do remember, leave a like, give it a share. Thank you.